The Struggle for Libya. Today, Thursday, June 26th, this is the world. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, a prominent human rights activist in Libya is assassinated in her own home. She was known as a very hopeful, optimistic, defiant person with a very strong presence. She'd basically leave a mark on people. We'll hear how her death is part of Libya's larger turmoil, also how the number of migrant children caught at the U.S. border compares to the number of refugees in the Middle East. 10,000 children in one month here in the United States. I mean, we're talking about 10,000 people crossing the border into Jordan every day. And later, our in-house soccer guru heads off to the World Cup in Brazil. Yeah, you can barely contain myself. I'm so excited. Plus, how World Cup soccer lets you lose and win at the same time. All after the news. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic, celebrating people living with medical technology who are giving back to their communities. Apply for the Bakken Invitation Award and earn a $20,000 charitable grant for your charity. Learn more at liveongiveon.org. I'm Carol Hills, and for Marco Werman, this is The World. Two years ago, it was jubilation in Libya as people celebrated the first election after the fall of dictator Muammar Gaddafi. No such joy after Libya's second post-revolution vote. Turnout was low for parliament elections this week. It was hoped the vote would bring some stability to Libya's chaotic political scene. But hours after human rights lawyer Salwa Bugagas cast her ballot, she was shot and stabbed multiple times in her home. Bugagas later died from her wounds at a hospital. Many Libyans are mourning her death today. Reporter Marine Olivesi is in Tripoli and tells us why. She was known as a very hopeful, optimistic, defiant person with a very strong presence. She'd basically leave a mark on people. One Libyan journalist this morning, we saw her a couple of weeks ago, told me everybody's got something to say, but when she speaks, we'd all listen. The news of her death sent a shockwave across Libya and beyond. Put put her death in context, I mean, in terms of the dynamic right now in eastern Libya, in terms of this struggle between these two very different points of view. The radical group Ansar Sharia, um, which is believed to be related to Al-Qaeda, has been, over the past two years, operating rather freely inside the city and elsewhere in eastern Libya. And they're thought to be responsible for a string of assassination, car bomb. And what happened last May, so last month, is that one former general, Khalifa Iftar, declared an open war on those radical Islamists without really the approval the authorization of central authorities. Some officials have rallied behind Haftar and favored direct and forceful confrontation because they say that's the only way to get rid of radical insurgents. But others actually think that it's just been dragging Libya, especially the eastern part of the country, even closer to a state of civil war. Now, her assassination came on a turbulent day of voting. What else happened? Well, some polling stations stayed closed for security reasons in eastern Libya, for instance, in Derna, which has become the headquarters of uh, that group I mentioned in Saal Sharia. Um, officials said Islamist insurgents opened fire on a security group that was on patrol with at least 30 people wounded. But again, as I said, this is part of the daily scenes of violence that has been rocking Benghazi, especially uh, for the past month and a half. Now, I understand there was pretty low turnout in yesterday's vote. Uh, was violence the biggest factor keeping people away? 
Well, not really. Maybe in, in a few places in eastern Libya, yes, but not in most part of the country. Uh, as you say, the turnout was really low. Only about a third of those who voted in the last parliamentary elections in July 2012 showed up to cast their ballots yesterday. Uh, I went to a few polling stations here in Tripoli, and it was very quiet indeed. There was no queuing up, none of the scenes of jubilation that I'd seen two years ago. I remember that election in 2012 as being kind of a big party all over Tripoli with cars honking all day, Libyans waving flags on the streets. Uh, the mood yesterday was strikingly different, not really because of uh, any threat of violence, at least not in the capital, but because of a certain apathy uh, for, from most Libyans. They're not enthused at all because they're saying um, that the, the central authorities are weak, they've been powerless at fixing any of, Libya's, uh, any of Libya's problems, and that has made a lot of people lose hope that things are going to be any different this time around, even with new representatives. Now, there's a lot of moving parts in play right now, a lot of people vying for power. Who's in charge of the country right now? 